0: Welcome to the 5 by 5 Crypto Podcast. Each week, we cover the so what of 5 key crypto stories in about 5 minutes. My name is Afo, and I'm interested in crypto. I think you'll enjoy this week's episode. Like and subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, and Substack. Let's go. A couple days ago was the 15th of March, aka the Ides of March which are best known as the day that Julius Caesar was assassinated. What I didn't know until recently is it's also the traditional deadline for Romans to settle their debts. I was thinking about this as I read stories of early Bitcoin investors who have paid off mortgages, student loans, and basically achieved financial independence. I hope you achieve your goals, whatever they are. This week, the news ranges from the bizarre to the thought-provoking. Let's go. Number one, New York Man Sells Fart for $85. Yes, you heard that right. And frankly, that could have been you. Alex Ramirez Malas, a 36-year-old Brooklyn artist and his friends recorded the sound of their farts every day for a year. They are selling each fart sound as an NFT for $85. Fans are also bidding on the entire year-long collection, and the highest bid is currently 183 bucks. So what? So Alex did not originally intend to sell his farts. It's actually a kind of protest. He finds the current NFT craze absurd and is frustrated that the buzz is more about price tags than creativity. Look... I can see how the current hype could feel like a bubble. The price tags are astronomical and NFTs are everywhere you look. But there are two things to keep in mind. A. Collectors will always collect. They buy original art pieces then store them behind matrix-like security. Some collectors only care about appreciation. This is not new. This is not going to change. Sorry Alex. B. If NFTs were in place 500 years ago, then the likes of Leonardo da Vinci and his heirs would have gotten a slice of the pie every time one of their masterpieces was sold. Instead, when a Saudi prince bought one of Leonardo's paintings for almost half a billion dollars, all of the spoils went to the collector. NFTs enable creatives to get their fair share. They are here to stay. Number two, Morgan Stanley goes crypto. So Morgan Stanley Wealth Management is enabling its customers to invest in Bitcoin. However, it's only limited to individuals with $2 million assets at the bank or corporations with at least $5 million at the bank. So what? This is a big deal because Morgan Stanley is the first major bank to do this. Last week, we talked about how JP Morgan was creating an index to mimic Bitcoin exposure. So it's clear that there is demand, particularly from, I guess, high net worth clients. Expect more banks to follow suit. That said, I'm kind of frustrated that it's limited to only high net worth individuals. Many of the best investment opportunities have a high minimum of over $100,000, whereas you could just start with Bitcoin with as little as $5. Fortunately, regular folks could get started using Cash App, OKCoin, Swan Bitcoin, or one of the other multitude of options out there. Taking a step back, Morgan Stanley has been making steady moves in this direction. Last year, they acquired 10% of MicroStrategy, which is one of the largest corporate holders of Bitcoin. This weekend, it was rumored that Morgan Stanley was trying to acquire South Korea's largest cryptocurrency exchange. Something is up. Something is up. Stay tuned here. Number three, the promise of decentralized insurance. A study by Accenture found that 65% of insurance executives believe that they must adopt distributed ledger technology in order to remain competitive. So what? Look, it's important to keep in mind that there is a lot more to crypto than Bitcoin. Decentralized insurance is just one of the many applications that could one day have hundreds of millions, dare I say billions of users. Now, McKinsey estimates that the global insurance industry is valued at about $5 trillion annually, that's equivalent to a quarter of the US GDP that's a lot the growing middle class in developing countries like Brazil and India and China are driving growth globally as they seek coverage for their health and property as their purchasing power expands now the insurance industry is ripe for disruption payouts are often slow and transparency is limited decentralized insurance utilizing smart contracts, could expand access, lower cost, and speed up payouts. What's not to like? So who are the winners? Well, it's still early days. Nexus Mutual is one of the companies to watch. The 3 l company now has over $300 million total value locked. There's definitely more to come. Stay tuned. Number four. Kentucky wants Bitcoin. That's right, nut fried chicken, it's Bitcoin they want. Kentucky state legislators overwhelmingly voted in favor of passing two laws aimed at attracting more Bitcoin mining to the state. Miners won't have to pay the 6% sales tax nor the 6% excise tax on their, drilling, on their Bitcoin mining rigs, electric bills, and mining equipment. So what? The cost of electricity is the single biggest driver of Bitcoin mining costs. Kentucky already has some of the lowest electricity prices in the country. The tax breaks make it even more attractive. According to the EIA, 71% of Kentucky's energy is sourced from coal. Another 20% comes from natural gas. Basically, an increase in Bitcoin mining in Kentucky would likely increase the carbon impact of mining crypto in the U.S. Hmm. Let's see. Now, taking a step back, we've actually seen an uptick in cities, states, and countries competing to lure in tech companies. Amazon's search for its second headquarters and Miami's ongoing overtures to lure in crypto companies are great examples. Kentucky is definitely throwing its hat in the ring there too. Let's see if others bite. And number five, we have a number of upcoming IPOs in the crypto world. Just wanted to go over them real quick just to make sure you're aware and you're keeping them up to date. So, A, Coinbase has delayed its IPO from March to April 2021. It's going to be a direct listing on Nasdaq. Of course, Coinbase is the largest US-based crypto exchange with 43 million users and expected to be valued at between 70 and 100 billion dollars. B, Kraken. This is new. Kraken, which is also a US-based crypto exchange. They're now also considering going public next year in a direct listing on Nasdaq. They have more than 5 million users, last I checked, and is expected to be valued somewhere between 10 to $20 billion whenever they IPO next year. C, eToro. Now, eToro is doing something different. eToro is an Israeli-based company. They're going to IPO by SPAC. But eToro enables customers to purchase stocks and cryptocurrencies through the same app, kind of like Robinhood. Now, is expected to be valued at around ten billion dollars. D Northern Data AG. This may not be a familiar name to retail investors, but this is a German company. They claim to be the have the biggest Bitcoin mine, and it's they're considering issuing shares on Nasdaq to raise about half a billion dollars. That's all for this week. Let me know what questions you have. Have a great one.